Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think different theory, baby. That's what we do. 27 things that I learned before the age of 27. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and as you might have guessed, based on my last sentence, what we're going to be talking about today is the 27 top things that I have learned uh, before the age of 27. And it's interesting. I actually, I did this episode two years ago on my 25th birthday. Um, and there's going to be a few similarities here for those of you that uh, listened to that. But uh, it, was, it was very interesting because as I went back and listened to that episode, as I went and prepared for this episode, um, it was interesting to see like the growth that I had uh, had since that point and also the growth that I had at 25. And so um, I, you know, just with the craziness of everything going on uh, in my life uh, last year, I actually did not do one of these um, episodes for the year of 26. Um, but I want to try to continue to do these every year um, because I think it's a very, very powerful uh, way to document what you've learned and really, you know, powerful for, for you guys to listen because I get to share, but powerful for myself as well um, because I get to go back and listen and I get to learn from it as well. And um, this is my journey. And as you guys know, Think Different Theory is, is the, the, the process of me documenting my journey through life, what it means and what it takes to be successful in all areas of life. And uh, uh, 2020 definitely was a year, especially in season two, uh, a, a year that was different than the first year of the podcast. It's going to be different than the next year of the podcast. But, um, you know, uh, we kind of got away from that a little bit. We went a little bit political. We went into a couple different things, but um, getting it back on track to, you know, uh, business focused, entrepreneurship focused, free thinker focused, and being successful, really not even just business focused, but but being successful in all areas of life. What does that take? What does that look like? And um, so I, I did uh, a podcast. My birthday is, is February 1st. Um, so uh, coming up, uh, today's Thursday. So let's see, uh, my birthday will be Monday and, uh, it's actually, it's one, one week away or actually only six days away from, uh, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all freaking time, the greatest athlete of all time, the greatest, one of the greatest, well, no, the greatest athlete. I don't, I don't even want to hear about, oh, Michael Jordan might be better. Okay. No, no. Michael Jordan was not better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the greatest athlete of all time, greatest quarterback of all time, greatest football player of all time. Hands down, debate settled, no questions asked. 10, 10 Super Bowls, 10 championships. Name me another player with the statistics of Tom Brady that's been to 10 championships. How many was to Michael Jordan to? That was uh, six. Yeah, Tom Brady did that like three, four, five years ago. Like, yeah, no questions asked. He's got six rings. He's about to get his seventh. And by the way, my prediction is that Tom Brady will beat uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, relatively handily. It'll be a good game, but uh, Tom Brady's definitely going to win. Anyway, um, so anyway, we're getting ready for this. I am always get excited. Uh, my birthday, February 1st, kind of uh, with one month after the new year kicks off. So it's just a great time to uh, kick off and reflect. But the, the point of this episode is to go back and to outline um, the, the, the top things that uh, I have learned over the course of the past 27 years. And uh, some of them will uh, be repeats of uh, uh, 20, uh, my, my 25th episode when I did this two years ago, what I learned at, uh, at 25. But most of them are are new that are updated because as many of you know, uh, and I've said this a lot of times before, 2019, I would define, if I had to summarize it in one one word, what the, the year of 2019 looked like for me, it was uh, searching, all right? And then 2020, which was last year, if I had to go through and summarize that in one word, it was growth. And so I have grown an incredible amount the past year um, and uh, largely in due to actually one of the things that we're talking about here, but uh, largely due to, to my coach, Katie Richardson. And I, I just cannot, I cannot 
give her enough credit and I cannot, um, you know, just be just so thankful for her um, and uh, all of the wisdom and the guidance and the, and the mentoring and the coaching that she's done for me over the past year. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but I learned a lot this year and I learned a lot in the past 27 years of life. And uh, I'm not to say that, you know, I know it all or, or anything like that, but like, this is my way of documenting to say, this is what I've learned. I hope it helps you. And I really hope that uh, as we go through these, and I'm going to go through them relatively quickly. I'm not, I mean, there's 27 things. I can't talk about 27 different topics. So we move through them relatively quickly. I try to keep every like uh, like little thing that I go through between 30 seconds and a minute long. Um, but uh, I really hope that this helps you because like guys, like I've invested literally just last year alone on just my mind, just my mind and my mindset, $60,000. Like, like actual documented, like proof with receipts and confirmation. Katie Richardson, $5,000 every single month. That's 60 grand. That doesn't include the, the dozens and dozens and dozens of books uh, I bought last year. Um, I mean, it was probably close to honestly 65 or maybe even $70,000 between conferences and uh, everything that I attended, but at least $60,000 just on my mind and just on mindset. And, uh, you know, studying a tremendous amount about God and spirituality and, and you know, human psychology and how we work and, and success. Um, and so I, I've broken these things down. Uh, and, and like I said, it's only about a 30 second, 30 to 60 second recap of each one of each one of them are, but like, these are fundamental principles that I believe, or that I learned that changed my life that fundamentally took me from, uh, from a path of like, I was making good money at one point in life, but I was miserable, overworked, working literally, you know, 16, 17, 18 hours a day, 67 days a week, no family, no social life, like completely overworked. And before that I was a broke farm boy that grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere. I didn't have texting on my phone until I was 18, right? I didn't have internet until I moved out of the house, like fast internet uh, on my phone or anywhere else. And, or I get into social media until after I moved out. I mean, like I was, I mean, these things like fundamentally changed the trajectory of my life from that and from being overworked and you know exhausted with broken relationships and no no you know um, romantic relationship to now being in a, a you know and being engaged almost married having a successful company working with massive um, you know brands uh, and uh, you know multi multi million dollar companies getting to hang out with you know people like Russell Brunson like these are the core principles that really allowed me to get there and I'm going to share those with you and I I really really hope that you take the time to listen to this episode it's, it's probably one of the more impactful uh, episodes that I'm going to do if you actually take what it is that I'm talking about here seriously. Now, um, one thing that I think is worth noting, a couple of the things that I've learned here are some pretty intense, deep stuff. You're not gonna understand a couple of them. I'll point out which ones that those are, but like, these are things that I've not only just like learned in concept, but I've actually experienced. Like, I'm not just saying, oh yeah, I, I read a book and now I know it. Like, I've actually like gone and I've done every one of the things that I'm going to talk to you about. I've applied them. I've seen the results in my life. I've seen the results in the lives of those that have also done it. Okay. So some of the things that you hear from me, you're like, I don't know about that. Or I don't know. How do you know that? Like, I'm not just making this stuff up. I've actually experienced it. And it's not going to make sense to you until you go out and experience some of the things that we talk about that. I've, I mean, when you invest $60,000 in a coach and you have unlimited Voxer access to her, you meet with her one-on-one -on -one every single week for 52 weeks, like you're going to have a little bit more knowledge and experience than someone that just didn't have it. Doesn't mean I'm better than anybody else. It just means that like, I have a very unique experience in a lot of these different ways. And I'm talking about this from all of these things from actual experience. Like I'm not going to tell you or recommend to you anything that I have not done. I put my money where my mouth is. I risk my own money. I risk my own time. I risk my own results. I risk my own business. I like it's, I am a living case study of what I teach and do. And I think it's very, very important to understand. So uh, without further ado, let's dive in 27 things I learned before the age of 27. Here we go. Number one, get a coach. 
Like, I don't know how much more clear to, to, to say it than this. I don't know how anybody has success without a coach. And I, I'll never forget, like, when I realized that I needed a coach, I looked around and I was like, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all freaking time, greatest athlete of all freaking time, has coaches and has coaches not just for football, but he has coaches specifically for throwing. He has coaches for footwork. He has coaches for health. He has coaches for exercising. He has coaches for, like, he has coaches for everything. Tony Robbins has coaches. Russell Brunson has coaches. Every, all of my coaches have coaches. And I'm like, okay, I need a coach. I don't know how you get through life and become successful without a coach. Having a coach is the single, the, if I had to say, what is the, the number one action that you took at the beginning of 2020 that sh fundamentally shifted the trajectory? Lots of things did, but the single action that set everything up for success in 2020 that I did in January of 2020 was I hired Katie Richardson. I hired a coach. Hire a freaking coach, okay? Now it's number one. Number two, you must know who you are. You must. If you do not know who you are at the core, if you don't know who you are, what you believe, what you stand for, what you're about, who you are, you're going to be completely lost. You're not going to know what you are in business. You're not going to know what you are. Or, I mean, sorry, you're not going to know who you are or what you want in business. You're not going to know who you are or what you want in life. You're not going to be able to get ahead of life. You're always going to be stressed out. You're going to be overworked. You're not going to find peace. You're always going to be all over the place. You're constantly going to be looking elsewhere. You must know who you are. In fact, it is so powerful that I paid Katie Richardson $60,000 and I had a completely, I had a messed up business. I was overworked. I was exhausted. I was lost. The number one question, the very first thing out of Katie Richardson's mouth when we got on a call was, Josh, who are you? And I went through, uh, actually, I went through a journal, very similar to this journal, writing down who I was, both logically and emotionally, and figuring out who I was and what I believed at a very core. And once I knew that, once I knew and understood what that looked like, fundamentally changed the trajectory of my life. You must know who you are. That's number two. Number three, you are not your mind. Your mind is a tool. This was a mind-blowing realization for me. I do not have time to go into this. I did an entire um, uh, breakdown of a book called The Power of Now, which actually taught me this concept. It was a couple episodes back. Uh, I, I think it was like, actually only like uh, like two episodes back or something like that. Yeah, I think it was like two, two or three episodes back. Um, it's called my, my Review of the Controversial Book, The Power of Now. Go listen to it. But this was a mind-blowing and eye very eye-opening realization for me because my whole life up until that point, or not my whole life, but like the several years leading up to that where I really studied mindset, I didn't make the realization or the distinction that we are not our mind but rather that our mind is a tool. And when you start to realize that we are not our mind, all of a sudden you realize that we are something else and that we have power in that and that we are separate from the mind. So very, very powerful tool because uh, your mind can actually be an enemy. That's why you have to become the master of it. And if you were your mind, you couldn't become the master of it. That's why you have to become the master of your mind. Okay, that's number three. Number four, this one was one uh, in my, uh, one that I did two years ago on my 25th birthday. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. Not gonna spend too much time on here. Very deep concept, but we are souls here on this earth and we have our inside of a body. Our body is a temporary place that we are supposed to take care of, but we go on. Death is not temporary. I mean, death is not permanent. Death is temporary and it's only here on earth. As soon as we die, we move on to the next life. That's what our soul is all about. Number five, energy is the most powerful thing on earth and identity is the most powerful thing in the human personality. Um, there's a lot of woo woo, fake, fluffy BS about manifestation and energy sources and just, oh, just love and everything will work out. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there are real life energy channels. There is positive energy. There is negative energy. There are energy channels that literally run the entirety of our life. Everything in the whole world revolves around energy. Think of like, if you've ever studied, studied the ocean, you know, there's like currents in the ocean and, and like the boats uh, try to get like, especially back in the olden days, but even now, like they try to get in the current so that the current carries them inside of the ocean. 
Ocean's just a big, huge body of water, but there's currents inside of there. Same thing with wind. There's currents inside of all the, you know, the air. That's what energy is like. You can't see it, but there's energy fields and they're moving constantly. And so all you got to do is just tap into that energy field. Once you get into that energy field, once you get into that stream, once you understand how energy works, you literally can just ride your way to success. You can ride your way to the next uh, um, a completely different life simply by understanding that energy is real and it's the most powerful force in the universe. Um, and then our identity, the thing on our, our, our identity is how we define ourselves, our belief about ourselves, how we see ourselves. That's the most powerful thing in the human personality. And when you understand that, all you gotta do is shift your identity and then you literally can default your self to uh, success and become a completely and entirely different person. All right, it's hugely powerful stuff. So I, like I could spend hours just talking about this, but I gotta move on just for the sake of time. Okay, number six, <laughs> ironic. Number six, time is a myth and the now is ever present. Um, this is one that is somewhat controversial, I, I would imagine. Um, time is not real. Time is only real in our physical reality. It's not real in the spiritual realm. I would argue that it's not even real in the mental realm. Like it is in the sense like our mind does understand time and operates typically in time. But like when you can turn that part of it off and realize that like time is totally a myth, it's all made up. And it's only here in our physical world to, so that we have a contract of time. Like, yes, God created time, but like the laws of the universe and the laws of, of creation, the laws of of how things work and the ability for us to be able to create realities and literally be able to do the seemingly impossible uh, does not operate in the construct of time. And that it was a very, like I knew or believed that conceptually beforehand, I have experienced it now. Time is made up in our mind. It is a construct that we live by. There is incredible power in the present moment right now. Which brings me to number seven, which is, the power of now and tapping into stillness and presence is an unexplainable phenomenon that will change your life. Um, two books I couldn't recommend more on this. Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. The Power of Now for a little bit more advanced reading. Don't start there if you're a beginner. Listen to my review of The Power of Now first before you check it out. But those two books changed my perspective of this. Um, my coach Katie kept talking about the power of stillness, the power of presence. Just be still, just be present. When the whole world's in chaos, go be present. When you're freaking out about a deadline, you don't have clarity, just go be present, just go be still. When there's a million things on your to-do list and your tasks, do less, be present, be now. And I didn't understand that. But when you understand that the power of now, the current moment, presence, being present in the now is all we have. We don't have the past and we don't have the future. We only have the now. Anything that happened in the past happened in the now back then. Anything that will happen in the future will happen in the now in the future. But so the only time that we are alive, the only time that we are real, the only time that things are real is in the now. And when you understand that, and when you tap into that, and when you really focus on that, you understand that all of life's answers are held right there. You just have to learn how to access them. And it's it's pretty fascinating, uh, the power of stillness and the power of a presence. And I wish I had more time to go into this. This, that one right there, number seven, the power of now and tapping into stillness and presence is an un unexplainable phenomenon that will change your life uh, forever probably the most important out of any of these, except for maybe the last one. Okay, like literally, I've spent more time learning about those concepts than probably anything else. Study it, it's amazing. Number eight, the more you give, the more you have. I don't even know how to explain this, but it kind of goes with the whole like, time is a made up construct of man and that we don't live in, like guys, like we live in a spiritual world. 
I mean, it says in the Bible, our battle is not between flesh and blood. In fact, that kind of goes right along with this. Like we don't live, like yes, our physical bodies live in the physical world, but we already know that we're a soul inside of a body, not a body with a soul. So if our soul is living inside of our body, there's a lot going around with that soul. And that's called spirituality. Our battles in life are spiritual. They're not physical. And so when you fix the spiritual game and when you do right in the spiritual world, and when you do right with the spiritual, if you're not, you know, if you're not a Christian, that's fine. Like the spiritual energy is up there. When you understand that, and when you realize that there's power up there, your whole life changes. When you give, you have more. Because when you give, you're winning the spiritual game. When you give, it will come back to you. It, it will come back to you in the weirdest ways. I have become a lot more charitable this year than I ever have before in my life. And I've also made a significant amount of more money. Like this year, I have more money in personal savings than I've ever had. Like I have more than I had, but I've also given tremendously more than I have. And because of that, like when you start to understand that, like it comes back to you, I learned this from Tony Robbins, like it will come back to you in ways that you don't fathom or you can't fathom or understand. God talks about it in the Bible. Tony Robbins talks about it here. Give, 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 it will change your life. That was number eight. Number nine, this was a really, really difficult one for, one for me to grasp. Very difficult, okay? There are very few absolutes in life. I usually think of everything in black and white, right and wrong, yes, no. Very, very rarely is that true. And very, very rarely is that the answer. I do believe in absolute truth. I do believe there's absolute, absolute morality, but I believe that it applies to the daily life very, very little. And when you understand that there are very few absolutes in life, the way to um, win that or to understand that better is to go into observation mode. This is particularly true around guilt. When you go become an observer and when you step into observation mode, uh, Katie Richardson taught me this because I, I, I told her one time, I said, Katie, I'm really, really struggling with guilt. I'm really, really struggling with feeling guilty for all that I have. And she said, you know, what's interesting is that once again, going back to your body or your mind not being part of you, your mind is what has thoughts. Your mind is what determines right or, or like, you know, judges right and wrong. Your mind is what tells you to feel guilty or not. And so when you start to go into observation mode and rather than just letting thoughts define you or letting thoughts control what you feel, when you step into this observation mode and almost take it like from like a third party perspective and just start to observe things, you start to realize that they don't have power over you. And I stopped feeling guilty for a lot of things that I shouldn't have felt guilty about simply by moving into observation mode. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty about this. I go, oh, interesting. I'm having a thought about guilt right now. Hmm, I'm feeling guilty. And you start to observe those things and start to ask questions about why is that? You start to realize that simply the act of observation, even if you don't get an answer, helps you overcome those things because now those thoughts no longer have control over your mind. They no longer have control over you or your life because you do not give them power over you. You only give them power over you if you actually go and apply them or believe them. But if we just go into observation mode, we observe, but we do not let it control us. And it's hugely, massively powerful, especially works around guilt. So. There are very few absolutes in life. Start moving into observation mode to observe things and you'll have a lot more clarity. Once again, like these are things I just wish I had more time to go into, but I just don't. Okay, number nine. I mean, sorry, that was number nine. Number 10. Uh -huh. We kind of talked about this already. <sighs> Success in business and in life is a spiritual game. Success in business and in life is a spiritual game. Very little 
of your success in life has to do with what you actually physically do here on earth. What we do and what becomes here physically on earth is simply a result of what was created first spiritually and then mentally. I'm gonna repeat that. Most of what we do and most of what is here on earth is simply the manifestation or the representation of what we first created spiritually and then mentally. Which means that if you create things spiritually and mentally first, they will manifest physically. Which means if you are broke, subconsciously, without even realizing it, you created that spiritually and then you created it mentally. Wherever you are at in life, you first created spiritually and then mentally, and then it was manifested physically, whether you realize it or not. And when you start to realize that, and when you start to have those realizations, you're like, oh my gosh, my whole life changes because now I'm focusing on the spiritual game. Now I'm focusing on the long-term. Now I'm focusing on the realizing what battle I'm actually facing. It's massively, massively powerful stuff. Number 11, um, your personal life, hold on, I messed this up here. Do, 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 do. Cut this right here. Um, yes, your personal life has far more to do with your business success than you realize. I used to think that um, and believe that my personal life could be a wreck, but I could still make a lot of money in business. I used to believe that I could have broken relationships and be, have betrayed people's trust and, you know, gone through and, and not have a great relationship with my family and be frustrated, angry in my personal life all the time and not have healthy relationships and not have healthy living habits and not have healthy eating habits and be completely unbalanced in my personal life and still have success in business. It is almost impossible. And I would say that long-term it is impossible. Your personal life, my personal life has had far more to do with my success than I realized. And when I went back and started fixing relationships and fixing things in my personal life, having a more balanced life, taking my personal life seriously, the amount of growth in my business that happened was really crazy. And not only that, I had an incredible amount of peace that I never had before. I was way less stressed. I was able to show up better. That's incredibly powerful. Incredibly, incredibly powerful. Um, number 12, we are the stories we tell ourselves. This is why you must master your mind. I'm telling you, your mind is a tool. It can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Our life today and where we're at right now and what we are able to accomplish is strictly the result of the stories that we have told ourselves for our entire life. Your experiences shape you. Everybody's experiences shape them. And because of that, every day, every moment of our life, we are telling ourselves stories. I'm good enough. I'm not good enough. I, making money is hard. Making money is not hard, right? Those stories at every single level of life shape who we are today because the stories we tell ourselves shape our beliefs and our beliefs about ourselves controls our identity. And if you go back to uh, number five, which was identity is the most powerful thing in the human personality. And you start to realize, oh, if stories control belief and belief forms identity, and our identity is the most powerful thing in the human personality and it controls everything that we do. And most of this lives in the subconscious mind. You start to realize that the stories you tell yourself are everything. From a tactical standpoint of what I do to fix my mind, from a tactical standpoint from what I do to get ahead in life, from a tactical standpoint from what I do to have success, figuring out and identifying old stories and replacing them with new stories is one of the single most uh, things that I do the most. Because I've got to figure out where the old stories are and I got to replace them with new stories or else I will forever default back to that. It's incredibly, incredibly powerful. 
Uh, number 12. I'm sorry. Number 13. The battle of life is you versus you. You cannot compare yourself to other people. Oh, I've done podcast episodes about this before. Social media. This is why social media sucks so bad. Okay. We compare ourselves to people all the time. One of the best things I did was unfollow everybody on Instagram, only follow like 50 people. And those 50 people directly add value to my life. And then I like, like don't even view their, their news feeds. I mute them. So I only see their content if I want to actually go and see their content because it prevents me from comparing myself to them. It's very, very easy to compare yourself in the world of social media. Okay. If you compare yourself in the game of life, you will forever lose. You will never, ever, 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 ever match up to everybody else because somebody else always has, there's always somebody that has more than you in some area. And that's why it's not a game versus you versus somebody else. It's a game versus you and you're, it's you versus you. That's the game. And once you master that, and once you realize that you got to stop comparing yourself to the person that's making more money than you that, or that had a better launch than you, or that drives a better car than you, or that has a nicer house than you, or has more kids than you, or has whatever, you will, like, once you stop that comparison game, your whole life will change. And this goes both ways. Not just, uh, they have more than me, but also, uh, I have more than them. Stop the comparison game, your whole life will change. It's a game versus you, or it's a game that is you versus you. And that's been a very hard battle for me to wrap my head around and master, and I'm working on it. Number 14, we are creators. We all have the power of creation. I know that I will never, ever do justice on this podcast episode on this. So the only thing I will say from this is that going back to the whole fact that there's very few absolutes in life, the world is not black and white. Literally create whatever you want. You got a problem? Create a solution. Something seem impossible? Figure out a way, figure out a way to create it with, with that, that doesn't make it impossible. Want something? Go create it. Create it spiritually, go create it in your mind, and then go create it in real life. It's that order. First create it spiritually, then create it mentally, then create it in your real life. You have the power to create. Anytime you have a problem, just create a new solution. The best analogy I can think of for this is like, if you've ever watched Frozen, Frozen 1, when Elsa like runs off into the mountains and she's got like ice just coming out of her hands and she can just build whatever. She builds this massive, massive castle, right? She has the power just to create anything that she wants. It's on demand. Just, that's the power of creation. You get to go create anything you want. But you have to understand, and this is why it's so important to understand, spiritual game. You can't try to create something in real life until you first created it spiritually. So when I say go create, I say first go create it spiritually, then go create it mentally, then go create it in real life. And it'll happen like that. Number 15, you have far more control over other people than you realize. A tremendous amount of control over other people. And I don't mean that in a negative way or in a deceptive way. I mean that how you react, how you show up, how you treat other people simply by going into a situation in a certain way has tremendous amount of impact on other people far, far, far more than you realize. If you, and that's not even when you're just interacting with them. I mean, when you're preparing for that conversation, if you go into a conversation and I know this for myself as well, but when I go into conversations and I'm mad at that person or for the last hour or, you know, however many days I've been preparing, I'm like, I just can't believe that they did this or oh, they're just so frustrating or they're just a nag or they're just, when I go in with that mode, that person is always, almost always more defensive. But when I go into it and be like, how can we solve this? How can we make this work? You know, they have a lot of really good qualities. I understand that with their hearts, when I go into it with that mode, when I understand that I actually have power over other people and how they show up based on how I show up, it completely changed the game for me. And this goes back to the whole spiritual game, right? It goes back to energy because energy is all connected. I'm connected to you. You're connected to the next person. We're all connected. And so when you understand that that all connection is through energy, 
And when you have negative energy towards that person, you're feeding that other person negative energy. So don't feed that person negative energy. Feed that person positive energy. And you will fundamentally change your, their life. You, you can change the conversation. You can change your interaction far before you ever even have that interaction with them. Okay? You have far more control over other people than you realize. It's quite fascinating. Number 16, mindset and consistency are the key to success in life. This is why you must think different. Okay? I know I get a lot of heat and a lot of crap from people for saying, if you're broke, it's your fault and success is a mindset. I stand by it and I will take all the bullets and criticism that you will for me on that. But I, I, it's one thing that like I know to be true more than almost anything else I've ever experienced in my life. The way that you show up, the way that you use your mind, the stories you tell yourself consistently, fundamentally determine your success. You could be dead broke, beaten, thrown out, homeless, and left for dead and go on to become the richest man in the world. Fundamentally believe it, 100% true. You can have drug addicted parents and be, grow up to be the most loving and caring parent ever and still have success. You can be in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and be, get out of it relatively quickly. Any dire, horrible, awful situation that you find yourself in, any situation that seems impossible, no matter what circumstance, good or bad, that you find yourself in life, the answer to change that is mindset and consistency. I am so serious. It is not your exterior, external circumstances. You know why? And this goes back to why that life is a spiritual game. People, it seems impossible for someone to go out and have success in the physical realm when they're very, very broken down and, and messed up. When everything seems to be going wrong in the physical world, it seems impossible. But what you don't understand and what most people don't realize and what I didn't realize for so long is that even though you don't have access to physical assets or physical resources like most people do, you still have access to literally unlimited spiritual resources. And when you can tap into that, when you tap into that spirituality and you create a new reality there first, you're tapping into energy fields. You're literally going and you're, it's, 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 a whole different world. It's a different game. Just because you're broke doesn't mean you don't have access to resources anymore. And so when you realize that anything physical is first created spiritually, then mentally, then physically, all of a sudden it becomes a totally different game. Because now when you have the mindset to say, okay, how do I create this spiritually? How do I go through and say, how do I create this in my, like in the spiritual realm first and in my mental he head, right? Get an alignment, create it spiritually, create it mentally. Then all of a sudden, the universe will start to align in ways that you never understood or thought possible. Because remember, the physical world is just a manifestation or representation of the spiritual world, right? And so when you create things spiritually and when you understand we all have power, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, don't have any more power in the spiritual world than you do. We all have the same power. And when you realize that up in the spiritual realm, you, you can fundamentally change the world as you know it simply by starting there. Okay, it's so radically important. This is why it's so important to think different. It's so important to think. It's the whole concept of think different theory. It's why it's there. You must think differently about things because these preconceived notions that people put into your mind, that society has programmed you to believe, the people that want you to think that, you know what? Sucks that you're born into a, a tough situation. Guess the government should help you. I'm not saying governmental help or even help from other people is, is bad. In fact, that might be your ticket out at times but they're not the reason you, you become successful. They're not the reason that you get where you wanna get in life. They like don't have control over you. Mindset and consistency does. And I will stake my life on that. I believe it so, so strongly. 
It's why it's so important to think different. It goes right into my next point. That was number 16. Number 17 is you must ask better questions. I've got to ask better questions. This is what, like think different theory was literally founded on the concept of asking better questions in life. In the, the original intro of think different theory, if you go, go back and listen to it, it talks about asking better questions in life. And it talks about the whole concept. In fact, how does it go? It's, um, um, uh, you are now entering a new paradigm. So here's my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Like how do I become uh, happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And how do I, um, how do I make more money doing what I love? I can't remember the exact thing. Um, and what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram. And uh, on this podcast, we think different. We dream bigger and we live in a world without limits. And we talk, it literally in the intro, it talks about the fact we have to ask better questions. Find the qu answers to life's biggest questions. My podcast, the entirety of my podcast was founded on this concept of how do I ask better questions in life? Because if I can ask better questions, I get better answers, I get to where I want to be in life. If it's been done, I can do it again. I just got to know how. And I just got to ask better questions. I, I would, like those two things. I mean, everything I've talked about here is incredibly powerful. And number five, like I said, was, um, I'm sorry, number um, seven, the power of now and tapping into stillness and presence is, that's probably the most powerful. This is the thing that I believe most strongly right now in my life is number uh, 16 and number 17. Mindset and consistencies are the key to all success in life. And number 17, ask better questions. Like it's, it will fundamentally change the trajectory of your life. I promise, just try it. Okay, and anybody that tells you or wants to argue with me or disagree with me, I, I, don't, I don't have anything to argue with. Like you're, you're talking about like, this is part of my identity, it's part of who I am. And I've literally watched my life change by applying those principles right there. Number 18, <laughs> you are smarter than you think you are. You're also dumber than you think you are, okay? And what I mean by that is you don't give yourself enough credit. Ego, and uh, is that the, I wanna change the order of that. Right here. Ego makes you dumb. I'm not saying, oh, you're smarter. You should have more ego. You should puff yourself up. No, anytime there's ego involved, and this is number eight, uh, number 18, is ego is the enemy. Stop focusing on yourself, okay? But like from a tactical standpoint, being able to figure out problems, you are way smarter than you think you are. You think you need, you know, oh, oh, I can't possibly know the answers to this. Or what if I make mess up? Or what if it's wrong? You, if you actually sat down and thought about your problems in life, if you actually sat down and focused on solutions, you are way, way, way smarter than you give yourself credit for. I know I am. I think I'm dumb a lot of times, right? Anytime that I think I'm smart or I think I'm so great, that's ego getting in my way and talking to me and I need to, to chill out and be less prideful. But anytime I doubt myself, I need to remind myself that I have a literal superpower sitting on my shoulders, which is my brain and my mind. It is a literal superpower that God gave us, okay? You are way, way, way smarter than you think you are. All the answers are inside you tapping into presence and mastering your mind, okay? So number one, give yourself more credit. You're smarter than you think you are. Number two, you're dumber than you think you are if you let ego get in the way. So don't let ego get in the way. And that's number 18, which is ego is the enemy. Stop focusing on yourself. Start focusing on other people. Start focusing on results. Start focusing on how you can serve. The more you let ego and pride get into your life, the more your life will fail. And that's true for me. That's me speaking from experience. I have had, you know, I like to think I'm a smart person. Ego gets in my way a lot. Ego has cost me more money and more success than anything else in life probably has. My own ego. And I speak from that from personal experience. Uh, number nine, or... I'm sorry, that was number 18 and 19. Number 18 was smarter than you think you are. Number 19 is ego is the enemy. Stop focusing on yourself. Number 20, systems bring freedom, not limitations. I did a whole training on this one time. Uh, 
I started a business. I became an entrepreneur because I wanted freedom. I want to do what I want, when I want, how I want. I want to be my own boss. I want to answer to no one. And I thought that that was freedom. And I thought that systems, creating systems and processes and building a team in my life and in my business was going to be the thing that prevented me from having that, that that put in limitations. Once I understood that systems and discipline actually bring freedom and that the execution of systems and freedom is building a team, my whole life changed because I started focusing on building a team. You're never going to grow. Part two of this is, so systems and uh, bring freedom and not limitations. You will not grow until you learn how to build a team. Because like your team is going to be the thing that helps you stay focused. It's going to be the thing that allows you to bring freedom. It's going to be the thing that allows you to empower them and them to empower themselves. It's going to be the thing that allows you to create real lasting value and change. It's going to be the thing that allows you to scale. It's going to, you're going to start to realize that they're smarter than you are, that they're actually better than a lot of things than you are. And so here I went through my whole life thinking that if I put systems and processes in place, that that was going to prevent me from having freedom and prevent me from doing what I wanted in life. And when I actually did it, I found the exact opposite was actually true. Okay. Build systems, they bring freedom. You do that by building a team. Leadership is so incredibly important when it comes to building a team. Uh, number 21, there are strength, or there is strength and wisdom in numbers. This goes right along with building a team. Um, one of the things that is, uh, this started out by just realizing that just when I had a coach, there was two of us instead of one of us, me, right? And I would get all my own head. I wasn't very good by myself. And then I got a coach involved. And then my whole life changed. And then there were two of us. But then I had the awesome opportunity to, to become the director of marketing this year uh, at, uh, for Cashflow Tactics. And so I still run Think Different Theory. I run the podcast and everything that I do, but I also run all the marketing for, th uh, for Cashflow Tactics. And I got to be on the leadership team there. There's four of us on the leadership team. I'm the fourth. And the, the wisdom and the knowledge and the strength and the support that comes from having four guys that are all committed to a vision on that team is incredible. Strength comes in numbers. I'm still learning about the power of that. I'm still learning about that, but it's something that I've learned recently. And I thought it, uh, it was good enough to actually make the list. Uh, where are we at on time here? All right, we're moving right along. Probably wrap this up here. Okay, number 22. Most people have no idea what they want in life. That is why they never get it. And even those that do know what they want in life, most just never do the work. They just talk about it. I talked about this two years ago on my uh, 25, 25 Things I Learned Before 25 podcast. If you don't know what you want in life in crystal clear, like absolute complete and utter certain detail, you're never going to get it. Like just figure out what you want in life and go get it. Most people don't know. So they spend time arguing on Facebook or making content that doesn't matter or watching Netflix or doing things that don't, don't matter. If you want to argue on Facebook all day, great. But define that. If you want to just sit around and watch Netflix all day, great. But define that. The reason most people do not have what they have in life is because they've never done the work to actually sit down and define it. Think about it for yourself. You might find it ring true. Uh, number 23, this one's important. And I learned this from getting into politics. Everyone comes from a different background. Be understanding, love is the answer. Politics divide people. It's bad. Elections divide people. It's horrible. When you start to understand that everybody comes from a different background, everybody has different stories, everybody's going through their own crap, and most people are very much alike, we're all hurting and all in pain and all just trying to figure life out, it starts to put a lot of things into perspective. We need to love more, and I'll be the first to admit I need to do a better job at that. Number 24, your reputation is everything. It's really the only thing that you have, but don't be afraid to be bold. This goes all the way back to number two. 
You got to know who you are, okay? Your reputation is all that you have. God talks about it, or Jesus talks about this in the Bible, or so does it back in Proverbs, talked about in the Bible as well. Um, and lots of you know people will tell you this, like your reputation is all you've got. Money can come and go, whatever, everything can come and go, but your reputation, once it's scarred, once it's tarnished, it's impossible to get back to perfect. There'll always be a scar. And so while you, like you must understand that your reputation is all you have and you must guard that. And that comes back to knowing who you are. But here's what happens. A lot of people, they're like, my reputation is so important to me. I'm not gonna ever be bold. I'm not gonna ever stand up for what I believe in. I'm gonna be a pushover because I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. That's not what having a good reputation means. Reputation means that you know who you are, which is the sec number two on this list, okay? Knowing what you believe, knowing why you believe it and living in integrity in that. And when you do, that will give you permission to be bold. It's no secret that I am, am no stranger to controversy, right? I, I, you know, I am very bold. I stand up for what I believe in. I cause controversy. And like, I, I, I'm not afraid of that. Why? Because I know who I am. I know what I believe and I'm willing to stand up for that. And I, I've built my reputation around that fact. Guard your reputation is worth more than anything else in the entire world. Number 25, reading will change your life. Just do it. it. It's like the shortcut to success. I never believed it until I started doing it. Now I'm addicted to it. Um, I'm almost done with my third book this month. I'm trying to read 26 books this year, which would be two a month. Uh, right now I'm on, I had a schedule. I'm, I'm on my third one. Like I can't even fathom how I, like I don't even understand how I tried to get through life before reading. Like, it's just so crazy. Uh, I did a podcast episode. I think it was my, I think actually my last episode. Yeah, it was. My last episode was uh, the seven, top seven books every entrepreneur must read. Go check it out. Start reading more. It'll change your life. All right, number 26. I could not do a completed list without a little bit of humor. I did this back on uh, my 25 uh, things I learned before the age of 25 one as well. Tom Brady, still a goat. Back in 25, or, uh, back two years ago when I did this, he had five Super Bowl rings and he was on his way. I talked about it in the episode. He was on his way to a sixth. He was uh, gonna you know, play in the, in the championship. And I, I said, I was either gonna be crying, my, uh, crying myself to sleep, drowning my sorrows in my tears if he lost or celebrating if he won. He won, of course, because he's Tom Brady. That's all he does is win. Um, Tom Brady has six Super Bowl wins, nine Super Bowl appearances. He is going to his 10th Super Bowl. He will be getting his seventh ring. Watch it. Um, Tom Brady's still the GOAT. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the greatest athlete of all time. We already talked about this earlier. Couldn't, number 26. Like, come on. Tom Brady's the GOAT. And uh, all you uh, haters can read it and weep because it's undeniable fact at this point. It's not even, it's not even speculation. It's no, there's no debate. It's not up for opinion. He's the greatest. And number 27. I ended this one last time. And uh, I, I think I'll probably end it forever for all of the, the top things that I've learned. But I, I continue to learn it more and more and more and more. God is good. He is. He's good. He's perfect. He's love. And uh, he is the answer to everything in life. And uh, that's that, that is the most important thing on this list. And understanding that God is good. God is perfect. God is love. And uh, yeah, having a personal relationship with God has fundamentally changed. Like that, take all the 26 things that I just listed above, tie them all together. My relationship with God has changed my life more than any of those things. And I highly encourage every single one of you to seek, seek that out for what that looks like for you because I don't think there's just one way to have a relationship with God. All right, guys, that is it. 27 things that I learned before the age of 27. 
what an episode. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I really hope this helps. Like, once again, I'm not trying to say like, these are just like, oh yeah, these are like 27 most amazing things. I'm so smart. These are just things that I've learned, that I've experienced, that I've actually lived myself. I've invested in learning and I know that they can change your life because they changed my life. Um, I'd love to know what your favorites were. Leave a comment down below. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube or Facebook, leave a comment down below. Hit the like button, hit the love button. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Let me know what your favorite one was. If you're listening on audio, make sure to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Josh40. Follow me over there. And no matter where you're listening, YouTube or audio, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Um, we're trying to get subscribers up. We're making a big push in 2021 to grow the YouTube channel and to grow the audio. Uh, so make sure to do that. I would really, really appreciate it. And as always, uh, my Instagram, at Josh40, J-O-S-H-F-O-R-T-I. It's the best place to connect with me. I try to reply to every single DM on there. Super excited about it. And uh, yeah, follow me up on there. And uh, let's go. Guys, let's go make 2021 the best year ever. Um, we got... And I can't tell you details of this. Uh, my birthday is, is on Monday. So uh, in four days from right now on Monday, I'll be doing a Facebook Live making an announcement um, that kind of like paints the vision for the next piece, but like it also doesn't at the same time because then we're gonna do it again in March. Like it's kind of confusing, but like it's gonna be super, super cool. So just be around, check Facebook, uh, check YouTube, check the podcast on February 1st. Uh, we're gonna have that announcement out. It's gonna be super, super cool. Uh, and then that'll be the last time. Here, here's a hint. It'll be the last time you're gonna hear from me for a minute. So uh, make sure to check that out and then uh, we'll be back. It'll be super, super awesome. So guys, thank you all very much. Uh, I appreciate you all. As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. I love you all. Seriously, take it easy, fam. Peace. Monkey.